Hey fellow disasters! And welcome back to another episode of Really Bitch! I'm Wombat. And I'm Nomi. And this week, for, you know, for those of you, obviously, who are not in this room with us, um, of you, because it's a podcast, um, we're drinking sake. Mm, it's only 5% and it comes in quite a small bowl, so... Yeah, but it's nice. It's cute. It's, it's really currently a heat wave in the UK. Nah, the heat wave's gone. It's just hot. No, it's it's coming back. Oh, you're so She's different. coming back. Oh. And she's bringing her friends. Oh, she got hands. <laughs> she got hands. She got receipts. <laughs> um... Yeah, so this one's going to be a bit of a different one. Y'all know how we love to talk about shit we're obsessed with. Mm. So we thought, why don't we just put all of that shit in one episode? Yeah, man. And not just one episode. We want to make it a reoccurring thing. A reoccurring saraz. Yeah, just because like, <laughs> we're always talking about TV shows or shit. Yeah, just. Even fanfic we're obsessed with. TV shows or shit. <laughs> you know, y'all know. Y'all, y'all know how it goes. So, yeah. I mean, we might as well just put it all in one. Obviously, if there's a deeper thing to go into, then we can we can dedicate an episode. Mm. But I quite like this free-flowing. Just Yeah, mm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Dumb. <laughs> Woo. It's only Tuesday and we've already had a good week. Look at us. <laughs> look at us. Look at us. Well, me and Nomi live in a flat together. Surprise. As as you all know. You know that episode way, way, way back where we moved in <laughs> and then stopped recording. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so it does mean that we tend to watch a lot of the same stuff. But there have been moments like when Nomi watched oh The Boys without oh me. The Boys. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Are we not going to bring up the fact that you watched the entire last season of Umbrella Academy without me? Are we not going to bring up the fact that you weren't interested and I wanted what to watch Yes, it? you literally were like, let's watch it together. And I was like, yeah, I'm down for that. No, 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 no. No, no, I, no, 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 One day I asked, like, let's watch Umbrella Academy. She didn't seem that keen. And I no, was like, do you know why? Do you know why? Because it was late. It was a weekday. So I had work the next day. And this bitch she asked me like two hours prior to actually wanting to watch it so instead you longed it out you made me you put me in that position just oh, to do that to fucking me sue me see <laughs> gaslight gaslight gatekeep girl boss you see what she's doing to me this is the thing with nomi right she'll be like mm-hmm. and now i'm behind because every time i want to watch something this bitch is like mm, i'm not in the mood and i'm like when are you gonna be in the mood because you're never in the mood when I'm in the mood. Are you and serious? I like to start shit. Are you serious? When it comes oh, I know out. you like to start shit because as soon as I was like, girl, it's getting late. I'm going to bed. You were like, yeah, I'm going to watch the first episode in my room by myself. Yeah. Because I wanted and, to and watch then, it. And then she it stayed up been. late. She stayed up late just to watch how how many? Three, four episodes in total? Oh, I don't know. Three? Yeah. But this is the thing. See, you didn't even give me a chance. You didn't give me a fucking I, chance. Because I know. I know you too well, my no, guy. No, you're a liar. No, she says this. She's playing herself. Because she <laughs> fucking pretend. How, uh, did you ever continue on my block? Oh, shit. No, I didn't. Mm. It's because it made me sad and I cried. Bitch, don't come up with excuses. I did. I was at uni. I remember it was in the studios and I just started crying and everyone was laughing at me. Jesus. The smallest violin right now. Anyway. <laughs> do you want to go on to yours? Because I know you're literally crowning to talk about it. A cra- uh, no, I'm not going to talk. You know what? I'm not going to talk about a show. Oh, okay. I'm going to talk about a book, actually. That's right. Wait. I read. I was going to say, I was like, <laughs> wait, you read? <laughs> oh my God, you bitch. <laughs> so I, not too long ago, I finished a book called my dark vanessa Ooh, fucking oh, finally okay. yeah so i was i i got to like 80 percent of this book and then one day put it down and and i didn't pick it up again because i'm i was lazy like, yeah, I, yeah i'm not i'm not gonna say i'm not gonna sit here and say because it, it was a bad book it wasn't i'm recommending it highly Mm-mm. but girl girl you, you need to read it it's so good so this author it's her first novel 
Oh, okay. So and it's and it, I'm pretty sure it's like won awards and stuff because it's that fucking good. What are you looking at? Sorry, my dying plant. <sighs> They're all dying. It's wilting like really badly. <laughs> it is. But you know what? I was just trying to get some light. But also, it's grown quite a fair bit. It might it just be trying to get some light. It's all right, buddy. I'll sort you out after this. She says that she won't. Um, well. <laughs> it's really good. Basically, the whole premise, and this isn't a giveaway because it happens literally in like the first chapter. Um, the whole thing of the book is that you it's you read from this character's point of view, and she's the main, obviously the main character running throughout. Um, and it's basically her life from when she, I think, went to secondary school and met this english teacher whoa we know how that ends yeah we know where this is going yeah (laughs) and um even in her adult life after going to college or university and you know getting her degree she's Mm. making her own money she lives by herself she still speaks to him and she still has like this attachment to him and it's so it is so well written. Mm. Is it like a first? Is it from like? Is she, is she writing it in first person? Or is yeah, it like yeah, a, yeah, 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 yeah. So it it jumps between uh, her memories and you know what's happening in that moment. Mm. So from when you read it, she's an adult, but it goes back to like diary entries. Mm. basically of like when she was a teenager yeah yeah and she goes to this new school it's a boarding school it's a really high, you know high intellect and you know big good grades and it's a haughty 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 school yeah um, <laughs> and yeah you slowly start to find out that she's not she's not special mm. because he's done this many a time yeah and it's just it's weird because you realise she probably has a very different reason to keeping in contact with him than he has with her. Mm. So he he wants to be her friend. Obviously, he finds her attractive as a child. But as yeah. she gets older, he still stays in contact with her and all of this. But that's probably because he's trying to keep her in, on his good side. So, like, <sighs> say, say if something were to come out. Mm. If everyone knew that she was close with him and she doesn't have anything bad to say, Mm. then that's only going to look good on him, right? Yeah. So, but from her point of view, you really start to get this realization that she's just, she's almost like, oh God, I don't even know how to describe it. Obviously, she's been manipulated by him. Like groomed. Yeah, yeah, groomed. But even as an adult, she has this attachment to him and she even you reading her go through it, like she talks about how she doesn't want to see him. She, I don't know, doesn't want to have sex with him or something, but she still does it. And you really go through her mind of like it's how she's like, experiencing yeah, it. Yeah, like Stockholm Syndrome kind in, a sense, of, in a sense. Kind of, yeah. She, It's weird. She has this attachment to him because obviously... She knew him from a really young age. He was a big part, like part, a yeah. big part of her developmental stages. And towards the the end of it is what really made me like, this is a great book. Mm. Because it it's bittersweet, but it's so realistic. Right. That's what I liked about it. Right. So yeah, you got to read it. <laughs> Interesting. Oh, she reads books, ladies and gentlemen. Ooh, she can read. She can read. <laughs> She's smart. <laughs> no, I'm just literate. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, I've got like five books that I have, I bought and I haven't read. And it's been on that shelf Girl. since for a while. Well, I've only like recently got back into reading. Yeah. So I used to read a lot when... I used to get the tube into work. Mm-mm. I used to read a lot of manga as well. Yeah. Uh, and obviously when Corona happened. Corona. I stopped doing that because I was. Girl, where was I going? I was at home. I was watching TV. I was not just that, but I was just doing everything else mm. besides reading. So now that I'm in and out of the office like a few days a week or, you know, here and there, I take my book and I'm just like, ooh, it's so good. Ooh. 
to be honest, I was thinking recently about getting back into reading. I just all do it. I do. I need to because I got lots of books on there. <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want to talk about Fire Island? <gasps> Let's talk about it. <laughs> I knew. I had a feeling you just wanted to go on about it. So Fire Island, it's uh, on Disney+. Plus. I think it's actually Hulu, but obviously we don't get Hulu over here. But if you're in the States... You can watch it on Hulu or you can watch it on Disney Plus. You're spoiled for choice. (laughs) I remember I saw the trailer and I think I might have shown you the trailer and I was like, Mm. bruv, we've got to watch this. Okay, so at first when Wombat came to me and was like, girl, we got, there's a gay film we have to watch. I was like, okay, well, number one, someone's going to die. So I don't really want to watch that. Also, if it's going to be like deep, I don't want, I don't want to see that during Pride Month. I'm supposed to be happy. Let me live. This is celebrating. This is celebrating time, not did sad I, time. Did I make you watch Pride? Yeah, you did. Yeah. I mean, it was a great film, actually. An amazing film. I thought there would be more death, but I was, I was happy. Yeah. I mean, it was the AIDS epidemic during mm, then, so yeah. loads of people did die. I know, but I thought, Hype, you know, yeah. No, I thought in the in car, the film, yeah, in the film, in the diegesis. I thought it would be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there would be uh, way more deaths, which would be quite sad. But, you know, True. It's fine. I don't really know how I came across it, but, oh, well, let's be let's be real targeted advertising. Yeah, probably. Was like, oh, my God, there's a gay. Here's a gay. Here's some gay shit. So Fire Island, and this isn't a spoiler, <laughs> even though I was like, whoa, as when I realized it, it is a modern day queer retelling of Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. And let me just say, up until now, oh, mm. oh you know, no, I don't, I, I still don't think it trumps Pride and Prejudice. Which I really like Bride and Prejudice, to be fair. Bride and Prejudice is a great modern day adaptation of Jane mm. Austen. Fuck persuasion. Everyone's shitting on persuasion. I don't right know now. what that is. It's it's oh my god, they basically tried to flea bag um another Jane Austen book. Okay. But it just was cringe. <laughs> okay. First watch Bride and Prejudice, and then you know, because that's like the ethnic version. And then you watch, <laughs> I can say this as an ethnic myself. Because <laughs> uh, it's it's essentially, it's it's it so makes sense, like for a, a Jane Austen, like retelling, because it's kind of about, obviously, she talks a lot about social class and like, mm. you know, women's gender roles, but then it's adding in the kind of... Um, idea of race and that's what i really like like that kind of yeah cross-cultural it's a really fun movie i'll give give you that yeah um but then this version so it's a fire island fire island so fire island i mean for us uk gays um I don't know a lot about it, but... I don't know anything about it. Yeah, but then you saw a book about it. So... Which it's based on the book. Yeah, so actually the book isn't like the film at all, I don't think. I think the book is a historical, uh, like, retelling of events. Yeah, like a historical nonfiction. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like explaining sort of the... Why Fire Island was so important. Yes, it's a real place. Yeah. Uh, you know, and how what it meant to loads of gay people and all of that. It was kind of like the epicenter for like gays. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, especially like, you know, when it was illegal and they weren't really allowed to be out and proud. This was kind of like an area, like a sanctuary for them, I guess. Yeah. Um, so the film <laughs> the film is a queer retelling of Pride and Prejudice, like we said. And I wasn't expecting that because you don't get that from the trailer. No. You don't get that from no. the trailer. And I I mean, I know they kind of open the film with like... A, Jane Austen. A Jane Austen quote. But I just thought that was them being like kitschy. Like they were like, Ooh. Um, <laughs> Girl, we read. <laughs> we read, girl. We're cultured. But no, it is literally a like side by side retelling. <laughs> like to the point, I was actually talking about this with a guy in the office, <laughs> and um, 
Yeah, he was talking about it and he was literally like, it's it's insane because you'll be watching it and you're like, yes, that is Mary. Oh my God, that's Lydia. And then you're just like, <laughs> yes, it's so accurate. It's See, so good. I didn't get that purely. I mean, I kind of know the story, but I don't know any of the characters because one, I never read Jane Austen. Uh, and two, I never, I never watched like the film. <gasps> With Keira Knightley. No. Not Keira Knightley. Oh, stop. <laughs> don't do that. Oh dear. <laughs> Oh, you captured me beautifully. Stop. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I I wasn't really interested. I think it's just too old for me. And also, you really like period dramas, mm-hmm. whereas I you're not really a fan. No, no, it's not my it's not my it's thing. Not, but yeah. this a modern retelling. Yeah, it it, it slaps. slaps. So it's um I think written by Joel Kim Booster, who's like a comedian. Um, you've probably seen him pop up on your Insta feed because he's doing a lot of stand-up. He's really funny. Um, but also another um kind of main character, the essentially Jane equivalent, is played by Bowen Yang, who is fucking amazing. If you've seen the SNL sketch where he's an <laughs> iceberg that sinks the Titanic, yes, yeah, you will understand. <laughs> Obviously, follows a story of Pride and Prejudice, but in this modern setting and obviously all the characters are queer so um instead of them having to be married off so that they can save their house and their status it's essentially joel kim booster jkb is trying to set up his bestie his bestie for lifey um bowen yang like basically wants bowen yang to to bone yeah, because that's the whole point of Fire Island. Yeah, it's to have sex. It's like a week of, oof, all the goodies. All the know? goodies. Like, it's an island to celebrate your gayness. You might as well get some dick. Yeah, yeah. Or a lot of dick. Dicks, plural. Yeah. Um, or, you know, vagina. Vagina. That lesbians were welcome, so... Lesbians exist. Exactly. In so fact, there is a lesbian on this, in this <laughs> film, played by Margaret Cho, who's incredible. Yes. Um, but what I loved about it is, like, number one... The characters to the T, I know this won't mean as much to you, but like for me, to a T, they are like incredibly accurate to their like period drama novel counterpart, right? Mm. And um, it's just really interesting because you don't see loads of, number one, you don't see anything besides white gay men white oh, gay God, cis yeah. men when it comes to gay representation in media which i really liked about this film. i love that i love that it well i liked it for two main reasons one that it doesn't focus on you know just white characters it focuses on two east asian characters they're the lizzie and jane bennett of the story and two they're best friends and they don't get together yes platonic platonic love exists yeah just because you're gay like you're both gay doesn't mean you're gonna end up fucking yeah and i hate when they try and yeah Yeah, like just pair off the gays or just in general i fucking hate that like trope that you can't have two best friends who are just best friends oh my god what about the other two besties like the really campy guy (gasps) oh i loved him he he literally just he's so camp it's gorge it's amazing the way he walks with his hand up in the bag yeah his little crop tops i've always i've been saying bring back crop tops for men bring Bring them back you know who's only brave to do that gay men okay (laughs) and zach efron Efron. Mm. i don't know he could yeah he could um (laughs) he would definitely be a top though he could be a power bottom if he wanted to be but I think he'd be a switch. Yeah, I could see that. Mm. You know, for however he's feeling. Anyways, um, because 100% in the relationship with Vanessa and Hudgens, she pegged him. Stop! (laughs) What? Why are you... What? Where did this come from? When they were together from High School Musical. And he was definitely the bottom in that relationship. I mean, he looked like one. Yeah, he did. And also, Vanessa Ann Hodgins is a bit crazy. So I can imagine Stop. her being like, 
insane. Um, Open up that booty hole for me, baby boy. Baby boy, lather it up with lube now. Um, <laughs> unless he went ring sting. Um, oh <laughs> um, but yeah, I just really loved it. I thought it was so fun. I was pleasantly surprised. Like, I thought it was going to be just like a trashy gay film. And I've watched many of that. Um, I mean, it's kind of trashy, but it actually keeps you interested throughout. Yeah, it's like trashy, but not like in a in a tasteless way. Like, do you know what I mean? I like, wouldn't say it's cringy. It's not like just, it's not trash. It's trashy, but it's not trash. Yes. Do you get what I mean? Yes. Like there's some films, they're like a garbage pile, but you're still like, hey, it's fun. But this one genuinely had like a good storyline it had great characters and it was just fun. Like, I just think it's such a fun movie. And, it like, is, yeah. It's really sweet and it's quite wholesome as well. It's quite wholesome. Um, but yeah, I've seen that film like about five times now. Jeez, Jesus. Because I watched it with you, then I watched it with my mom, then I watched it with... Yeah. And then... Oh my God. You just fucking love that film. You were telling everyone about it. I was every single person, every person I met. I'm like, hello, hi. Have, have you seen Fire have, Island? Have you seen Fire Island? <laughs> have you seen it? It's amazing. Um, <laughs> it's quite nice that we're seeing uh, more queer rom-coms coming out. Oh my God. It's just nice to see a genuinely good queer film where the characters don't die. Yeah. You know what? Now I'm going to talk about a show. <laughs> okay. The Boys. The Boys. The Boys. Okay, so fucking everyone and their mum has been going on about this goddamn show. Yeah. And I didn't know what the fuck it was for a very long time. And Well, neither did I. Yeah. Well, I knew about it because people kept well, being like... Well, you told me about it and you were like, oh, there's this new show I want to watch. And I was like, yeah, cool. Oh, and how the tables have turned. I know. And I then... told her about it and then she went behind my back oh my and God, finished the season. Anyways, Just go on. Build a bridge and get over it. No. Um <laughs> How about you fall off that bridge? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, the rudeness. Uh, so everyone at work, like, oh, God, everyone at work was just going on about it. And I was like, this sounds insane. Like, they weren't telling me what it was about. Yeah, they yeah. They were just giving me snippets of, like, the craziest scenes. And I was like, this sounds interesting. This is whack, my guy. Yeah, it's really whack. Um. So I think I watched like one or two episodes with you and then mm. you went away. Uh, you see her rolling her eyes at me? I know you don't see it. Yeah, you, you don't feel see. it. You can feel it. Anyway. You don't see it. Anyways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where were you going with that? Um, <laughs> so she went away and I ended up, ah, oh, I really just, I was in the mood to watch mm. it. So I did. I And I blasted through it. Which is funny because you normally don't do that. I do not do that. Yeah. That's a wombat move right there. Yeah, it is. Uh, I don't know. It was just, it really hooked its fucking claws into mm. me because for me, the, the characters, the mm. script writing, the character development it is so good. It's funny as well, because, like, every time... So, obviously, Nomi is ahead of me. And, like, sometimes I can hear her... Or I'll, like, come into the kitchen and she'll be watching it. And so I kind of have a very fragmented... Yeah. Um, idea of what what's going on. But every time I see this bitch and she's watching it, she'll be like, bro, Homelander is fucking insane i can't wait for you to watch it because he's fucking insane and i'm just like <laughs> okay well this is the thing like i know i know you're gonna like homelander because you always like the villain i don't know though that's not necessarily true you it depends to, on the villain you, you tend to like the okay villain. i didn't like voldemort that's because you weren't attracted to him yeah i liked him as tom riddle <laughs> there you go there you go uh so i don't think homelander's your type no exactly so i don't know if you'll like him that much but i do think i still think you'll like him because of the character probably if he's like i know he's really well written and it just yeah there's like <clears throat> it just come now i'm on season three it just gets more and more like off the cuff is mm. it gets good i mean i don't know where they were gonna go in season, like, at the end of season one, I was like, Jesus, what the fuck is going to happen now? 
Yeah, um, I am quite interested to see what happens. I will say, I I don't know why. I don't know why. It didn't... For me, I didn't... I wasn't, like, compelled to binge it. Mm. And I don't know why. I didn't really binge it. It was more... Actually, I guess the closest thing to binging I, I can get. You'll ever get. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just... um. Normally, I like blitz through a series. It's too heavy. It's too heavy to do that. I don't know. Because, like, I enjoy it, but I wouldn't say I'm like. I think people expected me to be like, oh my God. I don't think just yet, because you're still in season one. Yeah, I'm pretty early days. Yeah, I think the further in you get. Because when I was like watching season two, that's when I really started to get. Invested. really invested yeah like yeah, season yeah. one was good don't get me wrong the stakes were really high i mm. didn't know where they were gonna go with it but also it is like setting up so you exactly kind of, yeah. exactly yeah. so there is that and then season two i was like okay we know all the characters there's like some new characters the story's changed the stakes have changed mm. so it's a whole new ball game and you're like where the fuck are they gonna go with this only thing I have to say, I've seen like three, four episodes of season three. Yeah. Only thing I have to say is I'm interested in where it goes, but also a little bit predictable. Little bit predictable. Also, I'm still waiting for the butthole scene to happen. <laughs> since since I got ahead of Wombat, she's been telling me, have you got to the butthole scene yet? Have you got Have you got to the thing have with the butthole? Have you got to the scene? Have you got and to it? I watched the entirety of season two. Nearly halfway on season three, and I, I gonna still don't know. That's going to be the end shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, you've been waiting for it. Here it is. <laughs> like, it's, it's really funny. It's great. And I have to say, every time Homelander comes on screen, it genuinely makes me tense. <laughs> it gives me anxiety. Mm, he and- has got a very... He has crazy eyes. Yeah. He's got crazy face. Yeah, he does. He just has that look about him. There's and something off. Yeah, but also remember when we started watching it together? Yeah. And the whole premise is that superheroes basically, they're not really superheroes. They're just, you know, a capitalist tool to make money. Yeah. And we, both of us were just sitting there like, if this was real, this is exactly what it would be like. Oh, 100%. 100%, my dude. 100%. Yeah. Like, please. Yeah. Bitch, please. And it, it would be our own undoing. Oh, yes. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, you know, when the supers turn on us, people are all the soups, whatever they call them. Um, uh, Like, everyone will be like, but why? How could that happen? It's like, <laughs> bro, it... Really? <laughs> my guy really if if imagine if like soups did become a thing one day and it, they just came into being they would have to be like decapitated they would have yeah. to be decapitated because there's no way Bro, i'd be comfortable imagine if like the animals on animal farm had like superpowers that would change the entire book mm. boxer yeah. wouldn't be on his way to get you know, put yeah. down. That that was, animal farm is such a deep. It's really deep. It's actually quite sad. We live in a capitalist society. <laughs> we live in a society. <laughs> All right, go on, you go. I don't actually know when we watched this. Uncanny Counter. Oh, okay. Um, I liked it. I liked it. I mean, yeah. I thought it was like it's a cute, you know, kind of wholesome show. Yeah. Uh, obviously, with a bit of bit of uh trauma thrown in there um, as as any as, other good show as any other good show um but i just loved it because it's basically about these like essentially they're exorcists um they're like <laughs> grim reapers i guess yeah that's what they, they call kind them. of like deal with demons and shit in the mortal realm um and the main character is like such a sunshine boy like you can tell it's been adapted from a comic Oh, from a manga. Yeah. Um, it's very like animated and all that kind of stuff. As if in like the way it is. Mm, it's mm. not an animation. It's a live action. But I... 
She always loves these characters. Number one, they have to be good looking for her to care. Number two, yeah. these characters are always fucking assholes. Yeah. There are no redeeming qualities. Here, here she comes. Here she comes <laughs> with all her reasons why they they do should or should deserve redemption. Go on. Look. So essentially, there's a character who is the bully. Yes, I know, I know, I know. You are so fucking funny. Yes, but you see, oh here we angst. go. <laughs> see, Wombat lives for the angst and I that love, tension. I love. I love. But this guy, I, this bully in this show tries to beat him up so many times. <laughs> it's actually pathetic how often it's he fails. so funny because it's so stupid. He's like essentially like a Draco Malfoy where he's very like, eh, my father will hear about this. Yeah, pretty But really boy. his father like treats him like dog shit because, you know, that's how it goes. Um, and he's a... a a cock and so he picks on the main character Sawmoon um who is he's like disabled as well which is kind of sad well not for long anyways <laughs> kind of, to that card quick yeah he, he's not for long but anyways he does yeah he's really mean to him and he picks on him and not just stuff. him but he just picks on like Oh, he picks on everyone, essentially. Yeah, he picks on everyone. He thinks he's, like, the head honcho. He's, like, the prince of the school, blah, 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 blah. Um, oh, and, then- and just to give you guys a little bit of context, uh, Korean schools... Oh, my God, the bullies! They are, are next level! Like, they are... Like, Korean schools are well known for being... For having really bad bullying issues. I didn't, like... I mean, I don't know how severe it is in real life, but in dramas, it's always ridiculous. Number one- No, I've read that it's really bad. Oh, okay, I see. I know it's, it is quite severe over there. Yeah. I but- mean, I'm sure, I don't actually, I, I don't know if it's getting better, but surely it must, it must sort of be improving. Yeah, but like what me and Nomi always find it funny, it's like- It's so ridiculous. <laughs> I think, like, at one point, even a, a character in the show, and we've seen this in many a drama, right? Yeah. Where the bullies will be up so early. <laughs> before, before school before starts. Before school starts. Way after school ends. Way after, way after school ends. Way before school starts. Ready to, to be dicks. Ready for <laughs> violence. Choosing violence at every turn. And I'm just there, like, don't y'all have extracurricular activities that you can be doing don't you all have families imagine all this time you could have put towards something that meant something like like my mum would say when do they study when do you (laughs) study because all i see you do is start shit it's not like american bullies where they get in late they skip classes they're just they're just terrible students all around. I imagine these bullies are actually very, very efficient at school. They're oh. just dicks. Oh my god, yeah. Because like, there's a bit. So obviously, so the the bully in this show, he's like the mayor's son. Oh yeah. And like, I don't know his, if they're meant to be academically good or just because their parents are hot shit. The teachers are all like sucking ass, basically. Well, I think because he has so much <clears throat> money. And he's well known. That plays a big factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because you, you, you. If you come from a wealthy family, you tend to give to the school. Mm, oh, truth, truth. Um, but anyways, as the show progresses, like at first, like I didn't think it. Well, no, that's a lie because I like spoilers. You love it. And the reason I found out about the show is because I saw a video, a fan made video. And I was like, oh my God, I need to watch this. And I made Nomi watch it with me. Hey, you didn't have to make me. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, that was just a bonus. But you know. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I knew rough, like I didn't know where the plot was going to go, but I knew roughly that his character was going to have more of a, I guess, like more of a role, like further down yeah, in yeah. the... In the series, and yeah, he does. And there's like a moment where you get to find out a bit about his backstory. You know, plot twist, his dad's mean. Um, Wow, that gives you such a right to be a cunt. Oh my God. 
stop. Um, <laughs> and there's like this really adorable scene, which this is like my favorite thing. I oh, I fucking God. I fucking love it. When you've got a sunshine boy, and then you've got someone that's just an absolute asshole. But I'm also like, why are you so obsessed with him? I, no, yeah, it is a valid question. I'm like, why are you so obsessed? Even your mates, your mates are like, all right, then allow it. And he's like, no, no, I, I, I can't I, let this one go. I can't let this, I don't let, know what, what it do you, is. What do you mean, let this one go? Is he the love of your life? Honestly, the way my guy be moving, I was like, you might as well be lovers. Like, come on Stop. then. Stop. Make it a thing. Because. Yeah, but you know what? I'ma just say it. I'm just saying. If this guy was so intent on on fucking beating this other guy up, surely if they just imagine he gets a little bit of a redemption and they get together, then he's just gonna turn into a domestic violence situation. No, because see, no, you want no. You know why? She's really trying. I've already planned. I have already foreseen what it would be. <laughs> I already know what they should do. And what they, they should, should do. What they should do. I don't know. There is apparently going to be a second season. So I'm like, right, it's coming clutch because <laughs> I've got some thoughts. Um, <laughs> but essentially how the show goes, like the bully kind of gets a very minuscule redemption arc somewhat. Like he, he apologizes, but even the way he apologizes is so funny. He's literally like, I'm sorry. And then yeah. walks away. <laughs> like he, his, his kind of apology and just the way he he is at the end or like towards the end of the season is is realistic, which I I quite liked. Yeah, I did think like I kind of like that he apologized. I don't think it was like him. I I think it was genuine, and also he had he has literally nothing now, mm. so I'm kind of like, and also he owes them big time. Yeah, so he had lots of time to think, you know, when he was hiding out from his dad, he had a lot of reflection time. But there's like this scene where obviously he kept keeps on getting entangled with our main character, hmm. our main character, an entanglement, you say? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well. Uh, <laughs> And uh, the main character is literally amazing, a sunshine boy. And when Love the him. tables are turned, he my guy keeps on sticking his neck out for this motherfucker who does not want help. Who doesn't deserve help. He doesn't deserve help. At every turn, my guy is like, oh my God, let me, let me, are you okay? Fuck off. <laughs> it's very that energy. But it's because he is privileged. And you know what? He's never really accepted or has been given proper love and care before. So. Anyway, I'll go next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I got another book. Another book. This one I actually read right after um, My Dark Vanessa. It's called My Sister the Serial Killer. And I loved it. It was so good. Uh, the biggest thing for me is that I hadn't really read, uh, like murder mystery. No, well, it's not a murder mystery. You know who's like doing a the thriller? Yeah, you, I haven't read a thriller set in Nigeria before. Mm, mm. It was set in Lagos, Nigeria. Oh man, it's good, and it's proper. Like it's proper cultural, and you, it feels. I felt like I learned more yeah, about the culture yeah. and like the food, like the na- like the actual names of Mm-mm. like food or clothing. Yeah. And it felt, I did feel like a bit transported to Nigeria. Like, oh, yeah. I, I know a little bit more and also more about what day, like day-to-day life is like. Yeah, over. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was really, that was really nice. It was a nice change of pace because not gonna lie, I have read many, many a murder mystery, many a thriller, mm. and it's always either in the US, yeah, full of white people, yeah, or in the UK, somewhere remote, kind of thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I haven't really read a book that's so. I mean, the cover is is oh, literally it's stunning. It is stunning. It's a black woman with dreads that are like pulled up, and it is cute, man. It's so, a really good book cover. It is really nice book cover, and. 
even the chapters, they're not, so they're not numbered like one, two, three or mm-hmm. whatever. It's just like one words. So yeah. for it, one could be bleach, the other one's blood mm. or car or text, you know, something like that. And it yeah. kind of gives you like a little bit of hindsight into what they're going to focus yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I like that. Yeah, it was just something a bit different, change of pace, and it was really well written. Mm. Written? Written? (laughs) Written? Ooh, woo. It was really well written, and it was also that author's first actual novel. Yeah, debut. Yeah, and I think she got quite a lot of, like, nominations and stuff for it. She did, she did indeed. Yeah, so, I mean, everything about it I I really liked. And the ending as well, because throughout the book, you're kind of like oh what's, what's the sister gonna do yeah you know like what's gonna happen what what choice will she make what's so, the premise of it uh basically two sisters what the younger sister's a kid a serial killer nice so <laughs> she will it the book literally opens up with her cleaning up blood oh interesting from a dead body and then you kind of grow to understand how that how that happened no, how that transpired yeah and basically the younger sister's like this beauty men fawn over her mm. and it's always basically the same and the old whenever you know something goes wrong like he ran into my knife uh <laughs> he ran into my knife 10, ten times. times obviously that's you know that's just a joke but when when a murder occurs she calls her sister ah. and her sister's the one that cleans up interesting so it's it's really good i really liked it and obviously she can't go to anyone and talk about these things and there's a guy she likes at her place of work mm. Her sister goes to visit her place of work. Oh, it's a conflict of interest. Ooh, it it gets really, really good. And I was quite... I, I Damn, I sped my way through that. Mm. I was really into it. And now to end on the final thing. What's it going to be? Go California! No! <laughs> no! Here we go! Oh, okay, guys. Shout out to my cousin... Because she had been going on about the OC for such a long time. And the OC is something that I I don't think I watched it religiously growing up. It kind of came about the same time as One Tree Hill. I didn't even know what the OC was. Gossip Girl. Wow, uh, okay. (laughs) 90210. I was more of a 90210 girl. See, I've heard of all of those, but I never heard of the OC. It's kind of like... It was, yeah, early 90s, no, early 2000s. So I think just, it kind of missed our age group. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I would say people in their like later 20s, early 30s would have grown up watching mm. it. Because um, our era was more like, yeah, One Tree Hill. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um vampire diaries no that was a bit later stefan um (laughs) i sent you a really funny meme i saw that on tiktok um i I had so many people send it to me like my cousin and i was like where's the lie jeremy oh yeah (laughs) it's literally that um yeah so oh my god the oc i think i studied yeah, I studied like American TV shows at one point, like for one of my modules um, at uni, and we had to watch an episode of The OC. I remember that. Wow. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> Amazing. And kind of like how teenage, yeah, like the romanticism of teenage life. We watched Dawson's Creek, uh, The OC, and then another one, My Simple Life. No, that's the Paris Hilton show. I don't know. Another one. <laughs> Um, and yeah, all I remember, like all I remembered from the OC when my cousin was banging on about it, because she's like going through a America hype right now. And all I remember is Seth Cohen, because he's played by Adam Brody, who is amazing. I love Adam Brody. Um, 
and Misha Barton, who is like iconic. But yeah, I didn't really remember it. So I kind of started rewatching it and oh my God, it takes me back. Like it takes me <laughs> back to, I remember when I first started watching it, I was literally like, oh, you just don't get shows like this anymore. It's so, it's cringy at points. It is cringy. Like I, I've seen a lot of it because Wombat will put it on. We we tend to have our comfort shows, mm. so uh, I have I I I'm a really I do this a lot. I tend to put things on in the background when I'm doing stuff, especially cooking mm. or cleaning, or if I don't know what to watch or if I'm trying to waste time. Yeah, I will put on a show in the background that I've seen a hundred times to the point where I've seen the same episode three weeks in a row. Yeah, because I go through series that fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's oh, it's probably unhealthy, but you know what? It's how I live my life. It is. It's fine. And if I've missed like an episode or two of the OC, you just fill me in, and I'm like, "How has this jumped so much?" How is this happening? I think the last time I saw No I was like, "Can you believe Jimmy's leaving?" She's <laughs> just like, "What?" <laughs> um, but no, the OC man. It just takes me back to like those nostalgic shows, which is why I love Previously it. Previously on the OC. Previously on the OC. And then it's the theme song. Yeah. California. California. <laughs> and it's just, I love the recaps because I haven't, I just, you miss it. And also shows now. Yes. Okay. <laughs> shows nowadays don't even have like an opening. They have like just the like opening titles oh. and it'll just be like, and then that's it. And I'm like, really? Where's, That's all you're going to give me? I want to get the slow motion. You know, when like the characters like turn and look at the camera. That, you know what? You know what you want? you want an anime no like you know that's that's all you you know in anime um, <laughs> intros <laughs> where they're like staring they're like, into the distance and like fighting and then they like become friends and hold each other's hand and like and triumph uh it's that's that's fun. what you want and then it's like yeah you like, want the drama of it all not even it's like the the songs become like i don't know it's just like something you kind of and it's not something you skip either, like, because, yeah, it's not really a thing. And then you'll just be watching it. And you're like, oh, my God, I love the song. Like, I never get bored of that song. I never get bored of that opening. Wow. Gilmore Girls, I never get bored of it. I'm always like, if you're out on the road. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's so good. Um, But the OC is amazing. Shout out to Julie Cooper. That, oh, my God. That woman is so fine. She, okay, you know what? She is. She is so fine. Proper cougar. Fine. And there's like an episode where she wears this pink velvet juicy couture. <laughs> like tracksuit, like tracksuit set. You know. She's literally the gold digger and she's very open about it. Yeah, but that's why I love her. She she is the She voice. knows what she wants. She knows what she wants. She speaks her mind and I'm like, you know what? Yes, we love that for you. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. Julie, I can give you the life you deserve. Please, <laughs> stay with me. <laughs> and she's just there like, ew. <laughs> no, that would cr- that would be so crushing. That's literally what she does. He, her first. I husband, bet you. I bet you. If she let someone go down there, let a woman go down there, she would be the happiest she's ever been. I honestly, I have a feeling Julie might have <gasps> a gay phase. A gay phase. Wow, I love how that's a trope. Oh, girl early 2000s drama. oh they did love that they love the gay twist where like, like one- the husband is having a gay affair oh my god or somebody turns out to be gay and it's always like oh my god you're gay and then everyone's like please don't tell anyone and it's just like <laughs> oh my fucking god that is so early 2000s that's very early my cousin 2000s. my cousin's always like oh i'm gonna get like her she was like if I if I ever became famous, I'd get cancelled because I've got that early 2000s humor. And I'm just like, <laughs> just stop. Just stop trying to make it a thing. And I'm like, call it as it is. Call it as it is. And she's stop. like, no, I'm just early 2000s. And I'm like, no, 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 no. no. 
No, she's like, let me live my early 2000s life. And that's I'm like, not it, girl. That's no, not it's it. 2022. <laughs> you're not allowed to how she was a fetus back in early 2000s girl she wasn't born she yeah was, exactly she was born on the year on the year 2000 <laughs> yeah um, oh my god wow i know mad that is mad there's a girl in our office who was born in 2003 Two, 2000 and yeah <laughs> wow <laughs> 2000 and <laughs> there's more there's more i thought i thought time just ended at 2000 you know what i really thought that kids would slow down or people would slow down having kids. i thought you were gonna say i really thought kids would die out <laughs> <laughs> not die out but i, I really hope <laughs> you, i really thought that people would have sort of wised up by now <laughs> <laughs> just like stop stop bit. clowning yourself stop having kids <laughs> i mean if you want to be trapped in a house where your husband doesn't give you good head and your kids don't appreciate you cool by all means and you, you don't do have a job because you're probably one of those women that's like oh i'll give up my job for a while and then when your kids go off to college slash university you, you don't know have... what your personality is yeah you have to like rediscover yourself at your like mid 50s oh my really god depressing. this is depressing yeah that's my parents life stop <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, (laughs) great, we ended on the OC because it's amazing. So that was another episode of Really Bitch. Let us know if you enjoyed this episode. I think, yeah, like Nomi said, this will be quite a regular thing um because we always like to talk shit and there's always shit we're interested in exactly and yeah, join us next week to listen to what has a say in a really. Bye. Bitch. 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 I feel like this is a return to our regular format, you know, before I went sober for like five minutes. <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> I was actually trying to remember how long I was sober for. It was quite a few months. Mm, good for me. Pat on back. Um, <clears throat> Jesus, that was... Let's glide over that quickly. <laughs> <laughs>